set up the river. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. It's about 11 minutes after 5. I have some additional information about a story we brought you about this time yesterday. Okay. On how we settled the bet over this. So we play that typically before we interview the president of business operations yeah. for the Milwaukee Brewers, Rick Schlesinger. Mm-hmm. That is a cut from Saturday Night Live's bit with Amy Poehler's character, Caitlin. Right? She's the... F- Rick is her stepdad. Step yeah, 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 yeah. She always wants to do stuff. And she's Rick, Rick, Rick. Rick, can I go to Spencer's Gifts and get you a mug that says number one stepdad on it? And then on the back of it, it says Rick, 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 Rick. So Julie had written in that she and her brother were having a, a debate over where that came from. And she wanted to know, she wanted me to settle that mm-hmm, for her because mm-hmm. there was some sort of bet. There's, there was money on the line, she said. So we played that yesterday morning, and I actually wrote her an email back. I'm like, here's what it is. Here's a clip, whatever. But I didn't know who won the bet. Like, she didn't say which side she was sure, on. yeah. So that is now revealed this morning. Hi, Vince. I did win the bet against my brother. <laughs> yes. And he, he now informs me that I am famous. Because he heard you read my email in the morning. So besides taking all his money, he is now super jealous of me. My life is complete. Go Brewers. There you go. Well done. <laughs> so that is asked, answered, and settled this morning. Rick, I want to get my ears pierced because I want to look glamorous. Five twenty-one on Wisconsin's morning news this Tuesday morning. Lorencia Bembenic. Where do you want to start, Eric? Like, where do you start that story? You got the uh, the Playboy aspect of it. Yeah. You got the. Didn't she lose a leg too later on she in her did, life? Uh, late in life, broke out of a jail. Let's start at the end. She died more than ten years ago at just fifty-two years old. If you're my, if you're my age or older from this area, and uh, this was obviously a national story eventually, but you probably remember the front end of the story, branded a Playboy bunny, as yeah. Eric indicated, because she was. And I know that was a one of those long debated things because she basically had a short stint as a as a waitress at the then Playboy Club in Lake Geneva. Okay, but she was painted that you know. The term Playboy Bunny carried all those connotations, right? But she was a waitress at this place in Lake Geneva. Was she a, a Playboy Bunny? Just not, not at that echelon but quite it, right, yet. It, no. it helped with the sensationalism sure, of, of the story at the time. Yep, yep, yep. She became a Milwaukee police officer, was acu- accused of killing her, her new husband's ex-wife. She went to trial. She was convicted, sent it to Cheetah Prison in Fond du Lac County. She escaped. She was captured months later in Canada, later pleaded guilty to a reduced charge of second-degree murder, which allowed her immediate release from prison back in 1992. Why are we talking about this? Because Milwaukee Repertory Theater is looking ahead to the world premiere of a production that began here at the Rep in its creation. It's called Run, Bambi, Run. It's a musical about Lori Bimbenek. And there's a sale on tickets today that I'll tell you about in a moment. But first, my interview with the Rep's executive director, Chad Bauman. If you said to me, Lorencia Bambenic, the musical, Run Bambi Run, I wouldn't know if it was a joke or if you were serious. You are absolutely serious. 
absolutely serious. It doesn't seem like the most logical pairing, but when you take a look at the craziness of the story and you pair it with a great Milwaukee band, you know, the Gordon Gano of the Violent Femmes, it actually makes a great pairing. Talking with Chad Bauman, he is the executive director of Milwaukee Repertory Theater. The show is called Run, Bambi, Run. It will be a world premiere on stage here in Milwaukee in September. So you mentioned Gordon Gano of the Violent Femmes. This is a rock musical. So uh, this is in Oklahoma. No, this is not Oklahoma. And yet, I think everybody that enjoys musical theater will also enjoy this show. But it also, you know, has got a rock, a rock uh, music to it. Bambi, Bambi. So what is the story that you tell, Chad? Because so many of us are familiar with Lorenzi Bambanek's story, but there are a lot of different places that you could start. There are a lot of different stories within stories that you could tell. What is the book? Yeah, I didn't know anything about Lorenzi's story when I first moved to Milwaukee, but it is stranger than fiction, and there's a lot of uh, loopholes you can go down, a lot of rabbit holes you can go down, and we explore quite a few of them. And the big question that we get often is, you know, do we do we frame it as is she guilty or innocent? And we don't answer that question. In terms of the sensitivity, how do you approach that? Because Lori Bembenek was a, a real person. She has family and friends still here in the Milwaukee area. I know you want to be sensitive to those folks, but also still tell this story. Yeah, I mean, our job is to tell the story as truthfully and uh, respectfully as we possibly can. And yet it is a stranger than fiction story. And so we have done, uh, and by we, I mean the writer, Eric Simonson, who's an Academy Award winner, who's done a lot of great work diving into uh, Lori's story and is going to told, be told quite faithfully. Talking with Chad Bauman, executive director of Milwaukee Repertory Theater. Run, Bambi, Run, the musical will have its world premiere here in Milwaukee in September. How important is it for you here as our local theater company to be producing new work, Chad? It's incredibly important. I mean, everything that you see uh, on our stages is, is, you know, to the betterment of the field. And we have to tell local stories and new stories in order to keep it fresh. You know, every story, including Hamlet, you know, by Shakespeare, was a new play. And so if we don't have new plays, then we don't have stories to tell. Innocence or guilty. The world premiere of Run Bambi Run September 13th here in Milwaukee. So today only 25% off of tickets beginning at 7 a.m. online. That's at MilwaukeeRep.com. In person or over the phone at the box office starting at 9 o'clock this morning. Yes, The Price is Right is still on TV. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know been around for a minute it has in fact when you haven't watched it in a while you're like oh wow that's what drew carey looks like now <laughs> right <laughs> anyway in the news because of an injury higher lower lower higher yes ah! Ah! that is a contestant they're celebrating 
His name is Henry. He won his little game he was playing, and he celebrated so much, he popped his shoulder out. He threw his shoulder out like he's jumping around, waving his arms in the air. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that, if I've ever celebrated enough where I hurt myself. Well, there. I mean, there's certainly precedent for that. We've had athletes get yeah. injured in celebrations and things like that. I think I've like tore up my vocal cords a little bit, like screaming really loud, excited about something. So he, so this cat won the showcase, right, or whatever his yeah. So not showcase. I don't know what they call it on the prices, right? He he won the game that he was playing, mm-hmm. right? And so then he gets to spin. Oh yeah, he gets the big wheel. However, but he's got no shoulder. He is unable to spin because he has no shoulder that he can use. Uh, let me explain what happened, Henry. Uh... This is Alice. This is Alice Henry's wife. How you doing? Uh, Henry was celebrating and go and he dislocated his shoulder. Uh, I know. Uh, so he's not going to be able to spin the wheel, but Alice is going to spin the wheel for him. Good <laughs> so, luck. So she does it. But here's the thing. Like I'm not sure how I feel about this. Okay. So here's how it goes. Here we go. How about ninety five? Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> So she spins a 95. He Henry raises his other arm up, not the one that's And you could out. tell dude yeah, was hurting because that one arm is just kind of... Oh. <laughs> so she spins a 95, sending him to the showcase showdown. He ends up scoring a Hawaiian vacation. I would protest if I was the other contestant. What's going on here? They can't just make up the rules as they go. There has to be something be. in there, it right? It must be in the fine print. So what? He would be, he'd be screw out, screwed out of it because he, he, no, he's got to yes. use his other arm. Yeah, use your left arm. Jeez, you guys are brutal. Well, it's not, not like they picked like somebody who's like massively strong to be able to do this. It was his wife. But he's not like incapacitated. I'm sorry, dude. Get up there and use your your feet, man. Whatever you you gotta gotta do. If you're you're silly enough to pop your shoulder out celebrating, then you (laughs) gotta deal with that. Is his wife proud of equally proud and ashamed at the same time? (laughs) Are you kidding me, man? She's all she's thinking. I'm going to Hawaii. That's true. Right. Right? All good. And by the way, he's good. He's all healed now. Oh, he is. Somebody yes. popped it back in. <laughs> yeah, I think Drew. They did. couldn't run it backstage and pop it in. I heard that when you like dislocate and it goes back in, everybody's went, "Wow, wow, oh my god, I can't believe it feels so much better." Yeah, sometimes that's all it takes yeah. is just a rip right in there. I don't know why Drew Carey didn't do no it. No doctor in the house. <laughs> they could have done that on the stage. One of the models would have been awesome. <laughs> At 5.52 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I didn't even know you could do this. Apparently you can... Oh, yeah. I guess you can do anything with enough money, right? Mm-hmm. And they, it's actually called extreme tourism. Sure is. So a desperate search is now underway about 900 miles east of Cape Cod at the Titanic wreckage site, where the Titanic went down more than 100 years ago there in the North Atlantic for years Ever since Bob Ballard discovered where the wreckage site was, a little bit more and more over the years, more people have been going over there to like check it out, to look at it. Yeah, but always like scientists and explorers and things like that. Yes. Submersibles can take scientists and explorers and tourists to see the wreckage if they'd like to go, which actually kind of sounds pretty fascinating to me. So you can go down there and look at it. Yourself. It has a much larger window um, that enables um, paying guests uh, to view the remarkable scene around them, as well as um, large video screens, massive lights and cameras. So that is National Geographic editor Kristen Rami on ABC News talking about the vessel that they use. Well, there's five people on board a vessel right now, and they can't find them. 
A ship left Newfoundland on Friday, bringing the submersible to begin their journey to the their journey to the site on Sunday morning. But officials say an hour and a half into the dive, and that ship lost contact with the submersible and alerted the Coast Guard. OceanGate says a crew of five has enough oxygen to survive for 96 hours. That would be until approximately Thursday. Experts say if they're alive on the ocean floor, the crew would be asked to sleep as much as possible. The submersible is supposed to be able to float to the surface if there's an issue. Yeah, so a couple of things there. A, it's supposed to float if there's a problem. So they do have planes searching the ocean to see if it is floating somewhere. So this came out on a larger ship, though, right? Yeah, so it, it brings little... it out there. Yeah. yeah, giant ship brings it out there, tiny little submersible, which, by the way, is not very big. The fact is, you're looking for something the size of a minivan in the bottom of the North Atlantic. Um, so it's it's hard to say, but they certainly have a challenge ahead of them. So at the bottom or, or floating. I mean, if it did come up, you still got to find the thing. It's not like it, it's going to make a beeline straight up to the ship, potentially, but... They, they don't know if it's on the top of the surface or not. They've searched both or are trying to. So if it becomes disabled, this thing is supposed to, like you said, float yeah. up Otherwise, for exactly this reason. Yeah. Otherwise, it's on the ocean bed, 13,000 feet down. Enough air, as you heard Lionel Moise say there, to survive for 96 hours. So basically till Thursday. I thought it was interesting in his report there. He said, yeah, they'd be told to sleep as much as possible to use less oxygen. I, <laughs> I don't right. know if I'm getting a wink of sleep. Yeah, I'm going to knock off for a few hours here. <laughs> you know. Know. Just let me know. Wake me when they show up. Um, so finding it on the ocean floor, very difficult. GPS does not work from the bottom of the ocean. So this is really going to be more of a sonar search looking for signals that may indicate where this may be on the bottom of the seafloor. So the U.S. now and Canadian Coast Guards have been coordinating with this search. Flights resuming now again this morning. Another option discussed would be to try to pull it up with a claw attached to a ship. But that's being described as basically how good it is when you use a claw to grab a, a stuffed animal. At one Out of, of those. the claw machine? <laughs> yes. And they have it to would... find it first, though, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah that, absolutely. That's the yeah. So not only do you have to find it, but then you got to hope that your little claw machine would work. So this does not look good. Like, this is a very concerning situation. Uh, hopefully, they could they... have a ping of some kind or something. Well, like no. emergency? I mean, sonar, Pinger. they might be able to do something. But yeah, it's supposed to come up. It's crazy. But here's the thing, too. Like, that's if they're all still alive. Yeah, that's the case. I mean, like, that doesn't bode well either. Like, there's no communications, no whatever, no ability to get this thing to the yeah, surface or yeah. manage it. You know, I'd... two and a half miles down, too, a sudden depressurization. Right. Can't survive that. Oof. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually pretty remarkable when you talk about just the pressurization, Debbie, and all that. Like, that's, that is substantial. You are looking at pressure that's 400 times what it is on the surface of the earth so everything's just trying to crush whatever is down there to begin i mean you could argue that it's more difficult and challenging to explore the ocean floor than it is to go into space in some respects so here we are looking for five people haven't heard anything about who the five people are I um, thought I saw something about there being like a like a British billionaire or something okay. like that in there, but that would make sense yeah. since I don't think this is a cheap excursion. Well, well the the clock is ticking. Yeah, we have until more. Thursday. You would like to think you'd spot them today, at least know where the craft is and know what you're dealing with, and yeah. then work against the clock to try and bring that thing up, or at least look in on those who could possibly be rescued. Oh, and what do you do if you do see it? Like, do you look in the window? Like, what do you do? 
Well, and you're seeing it from the air, right? I mean, initially. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then it takes several hours to get down there. Sure. Were they putting other submarines down so that they could uh, find I it? I don't know about that. I That's know what that... I do. Send the ROV. Get down there. <laughs> I think it's... Just send that one sounds over. easier <laughs> said than done, I think. You know.